right, everybody, welcome back to Engaged Podcast. We today are tackling a very, very interesting topic. This is piggybacking off of our last uh, episode where we talked about why should you leave a church. Today we're going to touch upon uh, a, a, a church out in San Diego where at the end of this article, this is how this, this, this article ends. This is how it describes the pastors. These two pastors are sinners and are both lost and going to hell, and they need God to save them to rescue them from his righteous wrath and fiery expectation of judgment. Now, why would anybody write that about two pastors? Well, <laughs> well the reason is, is this church in San Diego has a co-pastor that is also an active porn star. Yes, you heard that correct. If you go to their church page, they apparently have a very orthodox statement of faith, and I guess the pastor preaches seemingly um, pretty decent messages. However, Living Faith Church in San Diego, that's been around since 2020, are led by a co-pastor team, and the wife is an open practicing, active porn star. So, Seth, with that information, yeah. do you think that people should stick around with that church or leave that church? I think they should leave that <laughs> church wholeheartedly. I hope and I pray and hope that the people who are going to this church were unaware that this co-pastor was doing this. Um, because if they were aware and they were still going, that raises an eyebrow. Um, but if I was a part of that church and that was, and I found that out, I would go to a different church almost immediately. So, but so now here's something that, to think about. One one of their um here's here's a statement from the pastor, if you want to call him a pastor. He says, my wife and I are the biggest sinners out there, and we wanted to create a Christian spirit-filled church that accepts us for our sins, flaws, and who we are. So our slogan is a church for sinners by sinners. Mm. So let me pick your brain here. What do you think about that statement? Is there anything that you, you would say needs changed, or, or what, what's the deal? Yeah, I, my, my major problem is... Um, Your relationship with church is that, yes, a church should accept everyone. But the, the thing is, we should be challenging ourselves to not stay how we are. We're supposed to be actively getting better, improving ourselves. So, like, let's just take the pastor part out of this for a second. If a girl walked into church, let's say this this upcoming weekend and it was made known that she was a porn star I wouldn't tell her she couldn't come back to church however as a church I would hope that we would explain that a part of the Christian faith is that your life changes and that you change which means you're going to see this 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 thing you're doing being a porn star as it is against what you believe it's against the core values and teachings of what of what Christianity is all about so for you to practice those things and then yet believe what the Bible teaches you're not living out your faith you're not actually convicted so 
I would say that, that slogan, sure, that's fine. But the problem is, is that if you're actively going out and sinning and then going in the pulpit on Sunday and acting like you're not sinning or making it seem like it's okay that you're sinning, that's where I have a huge major problem with that. So here's, here's, here's this guy's statement. His big problem is when he says it's a church for sinners by sinners. Here's what he's forgetting. He's not just a sinner. He's redeemed. And by him just focusing on that he's a sinner, then he's leaving out the redemption part. Yeah. And Paul, yeah. Paul in Romans 6 says, what should we say? Should we continue to sin that grace may increase? And that's almost what they're preaching. But Christ doesn't save us and leave us alone. He's busy sanctifying us. He's busy changing our hearts that we may look and act and think just like Christ. And Paul's answer to that question is by no means, no way. You know, we are we have died to sin and now we can live um, in righteousness. So the only way that would be normal is if that was part of her past. You know, the problem that I have is, is that she's an active uh, uh, porn star. You know, if she had a testimony where God had saved me from this past and has put my feet upon a rock and has, has, has given me a new song and put it in my mouth and, and, and you know, I could speak to, to what I was, but now here's who I am in Christ, that would be a very powerful testimony in a very powerful church. But that's not what's going on here. They're, they are openly allowing people to continue to live in the misery of their sin, mm. and, and that is not the gospel at all. So if you go back and listen to our last episode, and if you haven't, you can do that. It's, you got to find it. I don't know where it's at, but it's somewhere floating around there. You'll see that one of the reasons of many to leave a church is gospel issues and primary doctrinal issues. And this hits both of those notches. So this is really heresy, um, what these people are doing. Now, I will admit that this is the information that we have that we got through the internet. So if there's any part of this that's not true, we do apologize. We're going off of the information that we have. Or since the the airing of this or when that was written, if there was a change of heart, you know, and, and their, their theology changed, then by all means, then this episode would be very different. Now, let me ask you this question. Let's say, let's just play pretend for a second. And the pastor... And the co-pastor, they repent of their sin. They say, we are sorry. We, we got it so wrong. We messed up. Okay. Um, we ask for the community's forgiveness. We ask for God's forgiveness, all of that. And then let's say they continue the ministry. And then the, this, this co-pastor isn't doing porn anymore. They've walked away from that. Are you okay with them still continuing this church? Yeah, I mean, you just described the process that every Christian in the world goes through. That's what makes you Christian. When you when you realize you're a sinner that needs saved by God's grace. But does it complicate it that these are people in leadership, that these are pastors? Oh, well, sure it complicates things. I mean, on the one hand, it's either going to go really bad or really well. Mm. It's going to go where, you know, we're out of here and we can't deal with this as human beings. We only have a certain capacity to deal with so much weirdness, right, your weirdness level where you can't feel comfortable there any longer. And maybe the leadership team says to them, unfortunately, because of this, how you started and where you are now, it just doesn't 
seem like a good fit for you to minister here any longer. Um, let the chips fall where it may. Or they may take it and flip it on its head and say, God did an, a, a wonderful work here in two people's lives. And this is we're going to use this as part of our platform to share how God can change a heart and life. Mm-hmm. And we invite people in, into, that, into our church like that. I think that's just going to be something that is a wisdom issue, and it's going to take time to tell which one you can do. I would hope that it's the latter. I would hope that they could use this as a powerful testimony, because let's face it, everyone in the Bible, basically, that you read about would Get fit in, in one of these, yeah, can fit in one of these crazy categories. Right. You know, I mean, Moses killed somebody. David was an adulterer. He killed someone. Um, you know, Peter's denying Jesus, and... You know, Paul had a sketchy past, so so there's nobody leading a church that you can say, "Oh, look, you're you know you're you're perfect over here." You're you know, yeah. Let's say if the, if the story kept kept going, eventually we would find someone in the Bible who was a porn star at some point. <laughs> they they strike every other one. They strike every every other one. Yeah. Well, I think King Solomon might have might have might fit that category. <laughs> yeah. So he had a concubine, what of like three thousand wives or something. Yeah. So um, yeah, we just found them. Okay, there we go. See, see, every every check every check <laughs> box is checked off. Um, yeah, it's oh, I, best of luck to these two pastors. I really hope that they, um, you know, that they come to the the light that they repent of this sin and that. Yeah, I mean, the be- best of luck means as of this point, repent and and, and step down from your position. Because yeah. what they're doing is wrong. I mean, that's morally wrong what they're doing. Right. All right. Well, talk about a hot topic. I think this is a great, <laughs> a, a great uh, compliment to our last our last episode that we just did. Ironically, as we were finishing up that episode talking about reasons to leave the church, this article came across to us, and we were like, "Wow, that actually kind of dives into what we just talked about." Yeah, so if you like what you hear, if this has been thoughtful and engaging, um, like and subscribe. Also share it. If you think that this has been helpful, then there's somebody else out there that's going to agree with you. So help get the word out. Yeah, today, wishing you the best, and we'll talk to you next week.